Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Slowly working my way through Slowly all... making my way downtown. Go ahead. Uh, I can't. Now Now I'm thinking about that song. Um, it's not even the right words. It's not. Uh, making my way downtown. <laughs> have you seen the video to that? No. And she's at she's at the piano, uh-huh. and she's in, she she's in the garage. Not downtown. Not downtown. Well, eventually. That's oh, okay. that's where I'm going. Making my it. way. Have you? Okay. Right. You know what? I'm just gonna fucking pull this up real quick. So oh, no. uh, remind people what we're listening to and who we are. Uh, we're a we're a uh, we're are we a television program? No. Uh we're a morning radio show. No, we Morning are... radio. We are Zampino and the Wild Man here <laughs> on Cincinnati Radio every morning Monday through Friday from 6:30 to 9. Zamp in the colon. Zamp in the colon. Zamp in the fart colon every <laughs> Thursdays at 9 on Cincinnati's favorite Not radio. Not like the butt, but like the grammar. <laughs> like Yes, the but but the but the fart from the, the butt. The semicolon. For sure. The the fart from the butt for sure. I need to get my semicolon checked. Your semicolon. Uh, my, my, I had a blockage in my semicolon, uh, unfortunately. Uh, the subject changed completely. Oh, boy. So she goes to the garage, and she she pulls the, the cover off the piano and sits down. I was like, ooh, I'm inspired. And then the fucking piano starts leaving the garage with her sitting at it. Well, that's not how that works. Did you mute it? I muted it. Oh, oh okay. yeah, I was on top we don't, of this shit. Yeah, we don't have the rights to this. No, we don't have this. This is the only one. Um, I'll, I'll sub in. Making my way downtown and I'm driving too fast on my piano. Here's the thing that you didn't know about this is I actually researched this uh, portion of the show. I watched this song in its entirety, this video the other day, uh, and it is phenomenal filmmaking. Uh, I mean, clearly the piano is on the back of some kind of uh, vehicle or truck or trailer. No, it's being powered by her music, bro. Oh, it's being powered. Oh, by I didn't even consider that powered by song. Oh, so Vanessa Carlton's this fantastic play, one hundred percent not street legal. Her piano? No, it's absolutely got a, no, not. I, no, it, no, it doesn't. I, I oh, saw it's got an, an inspection. I saw an inspection right sticker. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. Uh, oh no, no, never mind. Never mind. That's out of date. It doesn't have a windshield. That is out of date. Oh, yeah. oh, but here it is. The force of her fucking wholesomeness will push any bugs or birds away. I love that she's like. Got uh, that part just now where she was stopped on the highway and we saw the motorcyclist going by her. That was not legal. Yeah, you can't stop on a highway. You also can't drive a piano through a marathon. No, 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 no. They they block off streets for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that owl is. She in has danger. like a nice shirt and a nice dress, but also she's like very, tennis very... wristbands. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's an interesting combo. Yeah, she's she's very much looking like uh, J- uh, Jerry Connors she's getting like, dressed up after piano, a match. I'm playing piano so hard. Is it Jerry Connors? Uh, sure. No, it's not. It's Connors. What the hell's his name? Jim? Jim Connors. No. Nope. I don't know. I, I know who you're talking about. I'm going to look that up, too. Uh, Yeah, no, she's shredding the piano so hard. She's like, I need my hands to stay dry because I'm so sweaty from the piano. Uh, Wait, how Jimmy. did the wristbands keep? I was, it was Jimmy Jim. Connors. Jimmy Connors, yeah. So I was kind of right. You said Jim Connors? Yeah, I said Jim. <laughs> Jim- <laughs> Jimothy Connors? James Scott Connors. James Scott Connors, tennis superstar. He's a former number one tennis player, and he looks kind of like a methy Tom Cruise. Yeah, call me when he's number one again. Yeah, what a a loser. What a loser. Yeah, what, so he's 69? He's a pretty cool cool age, though. That is pretty cool. That is cool. That's nice. That's what it is. Nice. Nice. Born in Belleville, Illinois. Uh, James James Scott Connors, today's show is for you. Uh, And Vanessa Carlton. 
and your magical piano, powered by your wholesomeness. Welcome to Opinions Like A-Holes. Powered by song. <laughs> powered by song. <laughs> this powered. week's Powered by Song. Powered by Google. Uh, totally sorry for derailing your intro like that. That I, was not planned. No, thank God, because that was going nowhere. Good. I'm pretty sure I've said it's going it nowhere fast. Uh, you know who is going places fast? Who? Marcel the Snail with shoes on. Well, kind of slow. It's been 12 years <laughs> oh. since... Well, Since Marcel fast uh, debuted to the world, he's very small. That's true. He's a little guy. He's made the littlest. A lot of progress. A lot. Of get, he's getting there. Them shoes are a walking because that's just what they'll do. Uh, b- what introduced us to Jenny Slate, America's sweetheart. Uh, yeah, the greatest daughter that any former Happy Day star could ever have. Yes. Uh, not suspicious. Not not at suspicious. All. <laughs> uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein. Yeah. Uh, you know her. You love her. Um, you remember her from these internet videos from the 2010. So that's what it was. She, she broke out with Marcel the Snail with shoes on. Yeah, I want to say, and I don't know if this is true, true, but I want to say that it was like the thing she did in college with uh, the, the, the guy. The, it's like the writing co-writer and okay. creator. Yeah. Um, so somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I believe, yeah, it was like a, a you know, sort of like uh, what Matt and Trey did, uh, um, Cannibal the Musical. Okay. It's like their college thing. Yeah. Yeah, she would have been just a couple years out of college when that got big, uh, if I'm doing the math correctly. Because uh, I graduated in 03. She's about three years younger than me. Uh, so, so let's assume 0506. She's, so. what, 82? So she's a year older, younger than me? Yeah. And I graduated in 99, so she would have graduated in 2000. So that means 10 years for college. So maybe 10 maybe years not. for college? 2010 is when it came out. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Okay, I thought you were saying so, the college takes 10 years. I was like, nah, oh, dude, no, no, no. That means I've like, got some real bad so I'm probably, news for you. I just realized I'm probably wrong about her doing it in college then. <laughs> Unless it was the kind of thing that she did for college and then kind of hung on to and, and developed further. Maybe. Uh, but, maybe. Uh, but yeah. I'm probably just. Wrong, Here's the no. deal. Uh, I'm only going to pull up the Wikipedia on James Scott Connors. And today, we're leaving it here. And that's we're it. We're going to leave it on these we're Google results for Eventually, we'll talk about Brett and Aubrey, his children. Well, um, sure. And or Gloria parents Gloria and James. And James Sr. Uh, but not sibling John Connors, because he is the one that uh, starts uh, the starts Skynet yeah, it's and true. the war against the machines. Are you John Connors? Yep, exactly. Uh, shame, shame about that incident with the cop, really. Uh, which, frankly, is just a thing you can say a lot nowadays. Is Shame it? about that incident with the cop. Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, isn't it? <laughs> man. The, the nicest way anyone's ever put that. <laughs> uh, you know what I like is that uh, Jimmy Connors um, was the biggest star in the world from 1974 to 1977, all before I was ever born. You know, I just realized... Uh, hold on a second. I just realized that... Uh, I have a theory about things that happened in tennis before I was born. Ooh, go ahead. They did not happen. <laughs> okay. No events in professional tennis occurred if they occurred before my birth. I just realized that um, before I looked at the pictures of Jimmy Connors... You thought that was Tom Cruise. No, I actually did realized that I was confusing John McEnroe and Jimmy Connors. Oh, yeah, no, McEnroe's the louder one. Yeah, McEnroe's like the bad boy of he's tennis, scrappy. right? Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> tennis's bad boy. Yeah, he used to he used to he'd rail against the B-O-I. bad calls when those umps are they called umpires when the, sure when the ump would make a bad call he, he would really upset he'd call him a fuckwad he'd be like <laughs> he'd say that 
in those, in those hey, cute, uh, hey, you ding dong. <laughs> in those cute little white shorts, he'd be like, you're a fuckwad. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really great, though, if he was, like, really super angry and animated and screaming, but using, like, very censored <laughs> language? You silly ding dong. Hey you, hey, you big ding dong. I was totally in. Hey, you jerky Mc- mistake maker. Hey, you booger eater. Yeah. It's really hard to do that without saying, like, fucking before it. It really I is. I really wanted to be like, hey, you fucking booger eater. G-rated insults are surprisingly difficult. It, it's almost funnier if you follow a, a swear with that. You, <laughs> you fucking, fucking ding dong. You fucking ding dong. Yeah. That's pretty great. You fucking looney tune. Oh, man. We can't say it. TM. We can't say no, Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah, my bad. We don't want to have the rights to Looney Tunes. I'm just kidding. Uh, Here's the deal. I was spelling it like, um, not like Looney, but like Looney. Oh, oh, oh. That changes oh. everything. It does. Change uh, that spelling, baby. That's, 20%. That's the thing a lot of people don't understand, is that spelling is whatever you want it to be. <laughs> In English, it pretty much is. Yeah. Whatever you think is the correct way to spell a word, it is. Yeah, because they're like, well, you know, our words, we basically just stole bits and pieces from all the other languages, so whatever. Here's the deal. Uh, the Bible will tell we you. We play it real loosey-goosey with language and The Bible English. will tell you language was invented by one man. Jesus. No, no, Carl. Really? Jesus? No, Yeah, Carl. Jesus invented... Carl? <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Who the fuck is Carl? The guy that invented language. Oh, all right. Yeah. And he Jesus brought... invented everything, though. That's what... Uh, no, Jesus invented God. Oh, that's right. You don't. Sorry. You, I feel like you haven't read I your need Bible. To go, I need to go back to go divinity back school. To read your Bible. Yeah. In the in the book of Ecclesia. Nope. I'm sorry. That's Ecle- ca- that's Castlevania. Um, the, uh, in the book of Castlevania. The book of Elastis. The, elasticity. The book of Elastigirl. Uh, it says that uh, <laughs> dem cheeks be clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Dem cheeks be clapping, hyphen God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I I I didn't know about Marcel the shell. The shell with shoes on. Fuck me. It's it's Marcel a little so, it's the a snail a, with shoes on. It's a bit of a tongue twister. I didn't know about him besides the name. Yeah. And a friend at work recommended him. And she was quite hurt when she learned that I had no prior experience and said that I needed to get wise now, to Marcel. Here's the thing. You're allowed to be shocked when people don't know about largely mainstream things. Like when people, you know, like when someone hasn't seen uh, Forrest Gump. Star Wars. Star you know? Wars. Yeah. yeah, you're allowed to go how. Yeah. But like obscure internet videos, that's a little, it's a little more likely that you haven't heard of it you know what's interesting is i'm actually of two minds on this on one hand i am i can empathize with that because certain level of these internet memes got big enough that there can be maybe not like downright shock but some surprise that an otherwise but i don't think Marcel was person, that big it was big enough that i definitely knew the name well, sure. Like I'm saying, like I heard of it too, but I'm saying I, would, do you I see, don't think it's big enough that you're allowed, like, to okay. be like, "How the fuck have you not heard of this?" Marcel the snail with shoes on, same as, bigger than, or smaller than Homestar Runner. Don't know that one. Don't know that one at all. No, never even heard of it. Never heard of it. Wow. That, never heard of it. You just did for see? me what I did to <laughs> Dana. I Homestar Run. You really not- I don't know it. Don't know it. I'm Can gonna we, pull up are the we gonna of the actually guy. get off? Are we no, gonna leave Jimmy Connors and 
fuck. No, do it. Do it. It's worth it. Fuck Jimmy Connors. <laughs> I'm on record. <laughs> Homestar Runner, uh, do you recognize these guys at all? Nope. These guys here? Not a little bit. Okay. Not even a tiny bit. Yeah, these I now I've never I don't know that I've seen an episode of this, but these characters and their videos were a big part of early internet culture. Okay. And another one that I like Marcel the snail with shoes on, because I think you gotta say his whole name every time. You know what I do remember that probably hasn't aged super well is House of Cosby's. Do you remember no, that? No, I don't thing? know House of Cosby's. It was a, a a series of cartoons about a house full of uh Cloned Bill Cosby's, each one having a different, very specific personality. I could see how that would be funny. Before we knew he was a rapist, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, well I don't know. Well, it was around. The, it was probably around the time that we the very, very first allegation came out around like '04, probably. Oh wow. Okay. Man. Yeah. Which, what about- by the way, if you haven't watched the, th- uh, we need to talk about Cosby on Showtime. Oh yeah. Uh, directed by W. Kamau Bell. It's really really well done okay it's really well done um and it yeah it's absolutely worth a watch it is it i mean it can definitely be triggering you know for certain people so you know warning there um but man it's you know it's an important it's important subject matter at the same time you know uh, uh especially about the you know the enabling that that goes into somebody being able to to do what he did for so long yeah. uh and yeah and the fact that that motherfucker's not still in prison right now because of that bullshit technicality i don't know it does mean though that occasionally while walking along the street someone will call him a name to his face and i do take pride in that that's great um i do enjoy do you, did you hear the specifics of the the why he got out and because he's old and, and, and no or something <laughs> no dude it's because the cases were so old it's because no it's because and this is I know the specific now because they explained it so well in the end of the documentary. Oh, okay. um, and I loosely knew, but it was very much better explained, yeah. is that when he was deposed uh-huh. for a previous lawsuit, he was told by the prosecutors in that case that that deposition would not be used to prosecute him in the future which is something no prosecutor should ever, ever say, ever. Um, So that was a huge fuck-up. And so then they used that deposition in his trial, and he was convicted, and then they got him out because they said, hey, you said you wouldn't use this, and you did. And they were like, oops, guess you didn't rape all those women. You can go home. No, now. and that's, the, that's the, the crazy thing about it is no one said he didn't do it. That decision I know, that's did not say he didn't exactly, do it. Prosecutorial exactly. misconduct uh, is a, a such an it's overused... It's not even misconduct. No, it's, no, it was. It was. It was, it was, it was, it was an act of the misconduct original, the original by prosecutor, that original yes, prosecutor. 100%. And, and, and that is why law is an intimidating profession mm-hmm. is because the amount of certainty with which you must take every step of your job is i, I don't know that it, there is another industry where it can be maybe maybe oil and gas drilling you know someone where, where the stakes so, are so high where it's so dangerous but yeah because anything you do <laughs> wrong in a legal setting can get a case thrown out and that means that like you like a man a known rapist. Bill Cosby is a known rapist walking the street as if he did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. 
here's the here's the fucked up thing is that, that you know the reason that that deposition was able to get him convicted was because in that deposition there was an exchange where the prosecutor said so when you were knowingly giving these women quaaludes were you doing so with the with the intent of having sex with them while they're unconscious answer yes yeah, known rapist. I mean, it doesn't get more fucking yeah. clear cut than that. And that's the amazing thing about it is because of this misstep in procedure, uh, this obviously incredibly monster valid testimony this, from the, yeah this, this monster, monster is walking free needs to be yeah and it, and it wasn't. So anyway, internet memes. Yeah, yeah. So House of Cosby's and Homestar Runner. I wonder if you, you probably can't even find that shit on there. Oh, I bet I we could. I just I don't, I, if no, I we're go, not if I go anywhere it. else on the internet, I'm going right back to Jimmy Connors. Well, that and I don't think you want House of Cosby's in your search history right now. No, I would definitely go incognito for that. <laughs> yeah, one hundred. <laughs> um, um, what about uh? So I think last week or the week before we talked about um drinking out of cups. Yep, that was an internet meme we both knew. Yep. Uh, because we were both stoners. Also did not age well. No, no, it did not. Um, <laughs> what about uh, the Numa Numa kid? You oh, yeah. You know yeah, 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 yeah. That to me, and I was a few years behind the curve, admittedly, but that to me is the start of the internet memes in my life. Right, the the Star Wars kid, yep. the chocolate rain. Chocolate rain, uh-huh. Um, all that, yeah, the yeah. good old days of the internet. Uh, chocolate rain, Tazon Day is is badass, by the way. You ever stop by his Twitter? Oh, no. Uh, he is a, uh, a, a an outspoken advocate uh, okay. for people in need. Uh, what I have seen most is stuff like housing inequality, okay. and poverty. Um, and he does it with that silky, silky, smooth voice. Great fucking voice. Great fucking great voice. voice. That kid. Uh, speaking of voice, do you remember the guy who was the homeless man with the golden voice? No. He was found on the street, and he I'm, had a, a radio DJ quality voice. I so I I I and they like tried to clean him up and give tried him a clean job. Him up. Like, he ended up getting the Kraft mac and cheese slogan for a minute. He did at least one recording of that, but then he fell back into drug use. Did he? It came out that he was a a a a, a, a bad father, had mm. had a mm. tough time with his daughter growing up. Mm. Uh, but again, drug use, so probably that. You sure. Know? I mean, addiction mostly will destroy fucking lives. Absolutely, can vouch. So, right. So it's um, uh, another example of someone who kind of had the his backs turned on him again. Right. The minute that he showed he was human. Mm. American way. It really is. Which is tough, man. Like, I, you know, I see, um, uh, I saw someone railing against cancel culture the other day, which is idiotic. Cancel culture is not real. Uh, we call, we hold people accountable. That's it. Yeah, no, no, no. Accountability is a very different thing. Yeah. Uh, and what I love about it is that, like, nobody wants, well, you know, some people are extreme. I'm not going to say that I have an idea what everybody wants. But the most reasonable among us tend to want people to find redemption and carry on their lives. It is very rare that the pitchforks mean to eliminate someone forever. No, yeah. Most of yeah, most of this is like, hey, look, this is this is how your behavior is is, is being viewed. You have the chance to change it. Cut if it you out choose, and clean it up. If you choose to double down, that's on you, and we yeah. don't want you anymore. Yeah, exactly. We so, don't want you anymore until you get your shit together is essentially what we're talking about here. Yeah. Like, go fucking regroup and then come back to us when you 
Go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. Exactly. Exactly. This is a timeout. <laughs> yeah, it's largely what it is. And honestly, I'll tell you, man. A cultural timeout. The better your um, visibility of accepting and growing from a mistake, the shorter that fucking timeout has to be. Man, it's one of, I, yeah. It's one of the things I think about a lot is, is, is you know, and, and we talk about it on the show a lot. The, 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 the terrible, terrible person I, I once was. And, yeah. And, and, you know, uh, I mean, I was on the verge of, of being almost everything I, I talk about against, you know, yeah. in many ways, uh, manipulative, abusive, uh, a, a junkie, uh, you know, all of these things. Um, and it is only because of growth that mm-hmm. I'm where I am. Uh, and that is super, super tough yeah. to think about all the time. You acceptance know what I mean? of your failings, acceptance of your shortcomings, willingness to grow and move on. Am, am I put a lot in the work? Right. And, and, and then sometimes you think about like, am I allowed to, it's tough. Like, am I allowed to carry on? Am I allowed to be content and happy and, and have what, you know, some level of quote success having been what I once was. Yeah. And I think the answer is yes. You know what I mean? Like, there's very few things in this life that are truly unforgivable forever. Yeah. You know, there's a, people can make terrible, terrible mistakes and still come back. Um, and I think that's where I am, is I was a person who made terrible, terrible decisions and terrible mistakes and treated people horribly. Yeah. But I've come back. Yeah. Um, and so while I, at the same time, I think back to, like, you know, where some of the people that I, you know, used and manipulated and victimized, um, are they okay? And if they're not, do I deserve to be okay? Yeah. And that's tough. Well, and that's, that's hard, tough. too. As someone, you know, as someone who's been abusive, I think back on people, uh, unfortunately, people, more than one, who have, who've, who have felt my wrath. And, and the idea of, of trauma leaving a lasting impression breaks my heart. Right. Because the idea... That, I think about that a lot. The idea yeah. that my work in repairing and healing myself does literally nothing to the people I've hurt. Right. That's a tough weight to carry. Yep. Uh, and, and it can make us all cold. And, and yeah, I know that some of those victims, not from me, hopefully, but from, from, from even worse abusers, hopefully uh, those victims, um, you could, uh, it would be understandable for them to want to cancel those people completely. I get that. Mm-hmm. So I, I can even show compassion there. But I still hope that we, as a society, by and large, for the most part, maybe not Cosby, but by and large, <laughs> allow and encourage and support growth and, and re- redemption. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. And so this, this yeah, basically the, the people that are, that are rallying against, quote, cancel culture mm-hmm. are just people who don't want to be held ac- accountable for having shitty ideals or you know shitty parts about their personality yeah you know um i'm still being shown shitty parts of my personality oh yeah and most of the time i'm able to go ah yeah that oh shit growth is kind of a forever thing dang huh that is oh man yeah beans i should not do that huh Mm -hmm. uh so yeah it's that's essentially what's happening is someone's going hey fucking knock this off and if you're going oh it's cancel culture then 
they're right. Hey, man. Uh, and you should stop. If, if, you're, if you're going around thinking the mirror lies, the whole world's wrong, but you, you're probably doing it wrong. Oh, that's a good quote. Where's that from? Uh, that is from the greatest uh, song of all time, uh, Do You Really Want to Taste It by Wigwam. 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 No, wigwam, because I do imagine that Andrew oh, Ridgely and George Michael are, are wearing wigs. Are, are, are wearing wigs. They don't need wigs with that incredible fucking hair. George Michael's 1980s hair was the greatest thing on earth. It was thick and lustrous. Yeah. Yes, it was. Man, George Michael, gone too fucking soon. Got pompadour envy to this day. Yeah. Man, that guy was a, that guy was a star. Fuck this. You want to cancel the podcast and just listen to Freedom 90 on repeat? We can just play it on the show, right? We won't get in any trouble. I'm pretty sure the only license we don't have is A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. That's true. That's the only one. We bought a series of licenses, and we thumbed through all of them and realized, ah, beans, we left out the Vanessa Carlton one. No, I remember, actually, when they were like, it's going to cost you $25,000. That was the most expensive one. Or $25,002 with Vanessa Carlton. And I was like, eh, what are the odds we're going to need that song? I only have the even 25K. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't think we're going to need and it. And I forgot my check card. We'll have everything else. Why would we ever need uh, permission to air A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton? Wouldn't it be show? weird if, like... If you were making a purchase like that, wouldn't it be odd if you were making your way downtown? Was like, hey, do you do you have your check card for this two dollars? Yeah, or you go to the guy behind you in line. Hey, can I borrow two bucks? Hey, man, do you have, do you have two single American dollar bills? <laughs> I am uh, I am in need. Are you buying a car right now? Yeah, I am literally two dollars short. Are you paying for the whole thing at once? That's not how cars car purchases really work, right? Well, and then like he only has a two dollar bill. Not even two singles. And when you were a kid, you know did you, you always save picture a <laughs> save a two dollar bill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're weird. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, did you ever used to picture like? Uh, I guess when you buy a car, you have to like just go up with a giant fucking wad of cash and be like, "Here's twenty five grand, car, please." No, uh, frankly, I didn't have an idea of how anything worked when I was a kid. Things have really changed around here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I know that we are not a television program, and you cannot see us, but uh, Hilton Price and I have, are, are almost switching roles. I have taken my glasses off, and Hilton Price has glasses on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am an old man now. I have aged, um, but I can see shit a lot fucking clearer, which is amazing. With the glasses on? Uh, it's amazing how much I didn't realize how much my sight was going. Right. And now with these readers, it's like I am inspecting fucking everything, like this weird pain in my hand. Uh-oh. Now you're seeing... Uh, d- Wait a minute. Can you see on the inside? Yeah. These are actually x-ray specs. Dude! Uh, I also do notice that I still have the sticker, sticker that says the magnification yeah, 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 on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to let it slide, but, you know, you brought it up. Going to let it slide! <laughs> Slide, 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 let it slide. slide. I bought these. Uh, I bought... Oh, sorry. So, so the last are those Walgreens specials? Where those come from? These, uh, these are the Bezos special. Uh, these, these sent a dick into space. Amazing. Uh, a, a dick on a dick. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, the uh, yeah, I got the six pack for like twelve bucks on Amazon. Hey, six pack of glasses. And it was interesting. A uh, fun story for all of my uh, also aging friends. Uh, for when you follow my my shoes, um, uh, not my snail with shoes on, but just my shoes. Um, I went to order. I knew I needed reading glasses. Uh, using my phone or reading uh, when something is about say maybe what about a foot and a half from my face, 
It was no just longer gone. clear. This is gone. And I started having to hold just stuff mush. farther away. Farther yeah. away. That's farsighted, right? When you hold when you can see farther away? No. That's nearsighted? I you are nearsighted, meaning you can see when it is close. No, I, I cannot see when it's close. When it's close, it's blurry. Sorry. So I'm farsighted. Then yes, you are farsighted. I started having to hold my phone farther away to read it. Yes. So I, I knew that I needed reading glasses. Also, for several years now, I've been in the habit of saying to any time I try to show my mother something, I have to say, get your glasses. I want to uh-huh. show you this. Because... Sure. She just decided not to keep them with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems the wrong choice to me, but again, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm new to glasses. With how often one needs to see I, things. Yeah, just thinking about how often yeah, I've sure. said it and they're in the other room. I've worn them since seventh grade. Right, and yours always seem to be close, except for right now, where yeah. I don't know where they are. They are right here on the oh, table. They blocked are blocked by the close. paper towels. They're Perfect. very close. So they were close. Yes, they are very nearby. See, I uh, we talked uh, briefly. I am now at the point where when I am looking at things close up, I should take my glasses off because that is creating a strain because my glasses are designed to help me see things that are far away. Well, what I didn't know, I I thought that it was like glasses on, glasses off, and that's it. But there is magnification to consider. Correct. uh, For my reader situation especially. Well, and younger eyes have the capability, and I learned No, younger guys see fine. No uh, younger eyes. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, not private eyes. Okay, yeah, that's good. They're watching you. Oh, they're always watching you. Uh, <laughs> no, so when you're younger, so, okay, my, my glasses were designed, obviously, to help me see things that are farther away, but when I'm looking at things closer with my glasses on, my eyes were much more able to adjust themselves to see at the their normal you know, healthy level of sight um, through the corrective lens that is designed to help me see far away. But as your eyes get older and weaker, they are not as able, it's actually more of a strain on them to look through the corrective lens at something that you can see better without the glasses. Okay. So now when I'm, you know, normally doing stuff where I have to see everywhere. I have my glasses on all the time. But if I'm going to be like reading or do working on the computer, looking close to me, I should be taking them off. Okay. So that it's less of a strain on my eyes to be looking through corrective lenses to try and see something that I can actually see without them. That's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? And I had no idea. Yeah. That just before you know, before then, that that's what my eyes were doing on their own, and I didn't know. And I think that's pretty rad. Yeah, it really is, and, and and just a great example of how complex they are as an organ. Oh man, you the know, last uh, eye exam I got, I got the uh, the 3D image done of my eyeball. Oh wow! And man, super bright light you got to look in for a minute makes makes your eyeballs cry a little, but uh, well worth it because it is super fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool to see it. Uh, the, you know, they were showing me the whole thing of what they were looking at and what they were seeing and, and what it meant. Yeah. Uh, and it was incredibly interesting. I need to go to an eye doctor. I need to check that stuff out. Yeah, man. I went to uh, Harold Eye Care. Shout out. Local. Okay. Yeah. You know, my, I used to have an eye doctor in the family. My godfather was an eye doctor. Godfather? My godfather. Uh, he made me an offer. Uh, Wait a minute. Was he an eye doctor or was that the business that he used to launder money? Both. Oh, he, he an actual eye doctor. He ran a criminal empire and laundered his money through the office, but also had a deep passion for, for eye optometry. Sight. Yeah, loved optometry. Growing up, it was um, uh, beating up local thugs to keep his neighborhood safe. Cracking kneecaps. On the streets of Hell's Kitchen, New York. Cracking caps. And learning how the eye works, the most mystical of our organs. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, his, his street name, 
rods and cones. What are the initials for uh, for eye doctors? Uh, EED. No, it's not. Eye doctor. That's erectile dysfunction. Oh, that explains why those pills are so weird. Um, <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Yeah. If it really was though, and they're like, yeah, it's used for that too. So like, everybody always jokes. Like, no, it's not doing ha, shit ha, ha, for my eyesight I'm, at all. I'm an optometrist. I'm Michael Zampino, ED, and they're like, oh, Michael Zampino, erectile dysfunction. Ha 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 ha. Well, I went anymore. to school for eight fucking years, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to go to school for eight years to be an eye doctor? Uh, How many years do you? Have yes, to do- but it looks on the chart like six. That's pretty good. Um, I don't know how it works, but yeah, my eyes suck. Uh, you know who has your one, eyes suck. My eyes suck. You know who has one eye that seems to be doing just fine. Marcel, the snail with shoes on. Boy, it was a long time ago when we brought this up. It was. We've gone so far. Uh, uh, we didn't back. even mention that the reason we brought it up is because it's going to be a movie. Yep, it's a movie coming out, bringing the show back, and it looks great. It really did look wholesome as fuck, and like it's going to be a uh, tearjerker and awesome. My friend told me it was coming out by, uh, it was being put out by A24, and my first thought was that Marcel will discover some kind of demon Hellgate. See, I was like, yeah, they don't just do horror stuff. Yeah, they don't, I guess. Yeah, they do this, this, it's like, that's mostly indie shit. I indie, think. Yeah. yeah, it's independent and, and really continually fascinating. Even mm-hmm. the horror movies they're putting out have me kind of like, well, I think that everything, everything is every, everything everywhere, all over the place. That's A24 too. Yeah. Isn't it? I got to see that. That yeah. looks cool as shit. It does look cool. We need to see that. Um, I think Men that we watched last week or the week before that that's uh, that's A24 uh-huh, uh-huh. horror movie about men. So it's really just a just a story pumping out the hits, man. Yeah, they're like today's canon films. If if canon films put out good movies, what uh, what is the song that we heard in this trailer? The Phil Collins. Did it take me on? Boy, do I not remember already. You know, uh, take, take me on home, because I don't remember. Oh. Take, take, yeah, it's take me home. It is take me home? Okay. Because I don't remember. Yeah, that and that is, um, that they played most of that song in the trailer. And uh-huh. really, the kind of swell and release of that song really helped set the tone for oh, this for movie. Oh, for sure. The the trailer this is a a beautiful example of how editing and music can make a trailer super impactful even if the thing is pretty innocuous. Yeah. Like it's a yeah. This 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 push that this was going to be uh pulling on your heartstrings. Oh um, yeah. Make maybe make you cry. Um what was the line that that stopped me in my tracks where it was like, how long has it been since you've seen your family? Oh, and he says, uh, I don't know, but the space in my heart grows bigger every day. It was something like that, but it was very slightly different. And yeah. but it was very like, and it got you. Oh, it did. It yeah. stopped me, and I was like, oh. And that's what I think this this little guy is all about: is these kind of little, these very personal moments that kind of echo uh, the best in all of us. You know, right. uh, in the way we love and care and support one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, his family's been gone for two fucking years. So, Marcel, what the hell you been doing? Just been sitting around you with just shoes now on? now noticed? Yeah. I mean, but again, that's maybe maybe for the sequel. Kevin okay. McAllister noticed right away. Yeah. Well, yes, but he did think he killed them. No, he thought he made them disappear. Disappears not necessarily dead. Oh, oh, disappear most certainly means dead when, when a guy on the, grew up in the streets of Hell's Kitchen says it. Well, I'm talking about Culkin. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. In the in the McAllister world, he thought that they like just like magical. Like Man. they're they're just gone. They're somewhere else now. 
Chris Columbus really went above and beyond to make sure there was no chance in hell that Kevin was going to realize that his parents just left without him. Mm-hmm. They, or that nobody would figure this out. They, they knock his tickets in the trash. They knock the power out to the um, alarm. Alarm clock. So they're late. Yeah. Uh, the neighbor kid shows up right when they're doing the head count. And apparently no one told Kevin what an airport shuttle is. Right. Because he sees the cars in the garage. Yes, because that's the only way they could have gotten to the airport. I recognize they have stretched suspension. He also just doesn't know what a fucking taxi is. No, no idea. No idea that anyone can get anywhere from anywhere without having your own fucking sedan. Right. Uh, But, I mean, admittedly, the size of that house, the amount of people in that family, uh, the amount of pizzas they bought the night before. There were a lot of kids. Yeah, that that family was... The McAllister's fuck. (laughs) They do fuck. The McAllister's really fuck. Especially that gross-ass uncle. Uh, he seemed oh, like the uncle worst. Uncle Frank is a fuck machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uncle Frank clapping them cheeks. Ay, ay, ay. The fail-safes that Chris Columbus put into play for that uh, just impressed the shit out of me. I... Um, and I, and I do have to thank Pitch Meeting for that. Uh, the, one of, it was one of those YouTube videos. Uh, oh, yeah? That, that pointed all that stuff out to me. Uh, what's his Which name part? that does Pitch Meeting? I can't remember. Chris something, I think. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan George. Ryan George. I knew he was two first names. It pointed what part out? Uh, all the different steps that to make sure that... Oh, that he wouldn't notice? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the power, the, the shuttle, the kid from next door. Yeah. You know what I keep thinking about, though, is now I can't stop thinking about Uncle Frank's uh, fuck sitch. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Is he, you think he's just really, like, charming? It just makes me think of, like, <clears throat> is he charming? Like, how's he getting up in there? Well, now I just think about all the parents that I saw growing up of, like, okay, like, I dated a girl who was a one of ten, right? Yeah. And, like, like I never once thought like how much fucking her parents had to do you know what i mean like yeah. like they were crazy like religious and shit but like yeah, they were, were religious fucking. yeah they were fucking well and to like i mean i know that not every type of birth control is f- none of the types of birth control but are sometimes fun. when you look at certain people and you see like you know like a mom and dad you know and there's they look like a mom and dad like uncle frank and his wife yeah they look like Mom and dad. Yeah, you know, they're, they're like, much. and then you're like, ugh, they're they fuck. How many times they fucked? They fuck. Well, and it's it's you know it's we all we all we all get a little horny. Yeah, I know, that's but some thing, of man. us are yucky. Yeah, and, but and we. But when that's your partner, when that's your your guy, when that's your girl, you're all in. I know. And that's the thing is you got to remember like like you're a handsome dude. So well, thank you. Between your good looks, your charming personality, but there's gonna be. Your, uh, let me finish your talent. You bagged a, a winner. You got for sure, but got there's a, gonna a, a be knockout, a knockout, smart, fun wife. There's gonna be a point in aging where the, where thinking about like we're gonna we're we're not gonna stop fucking, but like you know it's gonna be pretty. But but yeah, like thinking about us fucking is not gonna be pleasant. Well, at, and, at one point. And here's the deal. Obviously, right now, great. Yeah, great. But that's the thing is is thinking of Frank. If you're out there thinking about my wife and I. I am not. I'm not. I moved back to Frank. <laughs> I'm not Frank fucking extra hard. I think about yeah, Frank fucking like extra really hard. Getting after so it. I don't have to think about you and your wife. And he's singing that song from in the shower. Yeah. This guy to talk about it. I don't wanna know who could be. I know. 
<laughs> I'm the heaviest cat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So Marcel. That's why he was really mad that Kevin came in because he was in there getting it. <laughs> I don't even remember how we got here. Marcel looks amazing. I am so on board for it. And I will end my day uh, checking out some of those old videos to get get it. And I do want to see the director's cut full (laughs) pen porn version of Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) The Columbus Discovering America version. Oh, man. Frank McAllister. (laughs) Was it Frank McAllister? Was he the dad's brother? I think so. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't have my McAllister family tree. <laughs> Let's see if there we can find it. Oh. Look, <laughs> hey, I said we stop at Jimmy Connors. I know, but we lie all the time. <laughs> okay. Oh shit, there is one. Okay. Well, fuck me. <laughs> of course there is. It's the internet. The dads are brothers. Okay, cool. We got it. Buzzfeed, of course. Of course. So Peter and Nate had five kids? They both had five kids. And Frank and Lily had five. There was ten kids in that house? Wow. Holy shit. There was only two parents? Tracy and Rod and Sandra, Brooke and Fuller. Fuller. We, we met Fuller pretty well. And then we met uh, Buzz and, and, and Jeff uh, pretty well. I don't know if I remember Megan and Linny. Linny is, uh, Linny is les incompetents. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember Linny. You're a disease, Kevin. That was Megan? I believe. Yeah, okay. You're what the French call les incompetents. Man. All right. Oh, wait. oh here's Rob and Georgette. Okay, oh, okay, and we've met Heather. That was in, the, 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 uh, in, the, in Paris. Heather was in the beginning. Oh, yeah? She was the one that was counting all the kids. And she says, in a partridge in a pear tree. Remember? Oh, okay. So they're in, the, they're in both movies. I don't think... I don't remember Heather in the second one. I just remember Heather in the, in the uh, first one. Really? And that was that Heather? You sure it wasn't Megan? Yes. That's weird. I am sure. Heather's family. Because Heather was the cute person. one. Okay. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I know you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dads are all brothers. Frank and Rob and Peter were all growing up together. So Frank and Rob and Petey McAllister. So I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Um, Frank and Leslie... Fucking Home Alone prequel series. Bone Alone. Peter, Rob, and Frank growing up get left alone in the house by their parents. Oh shit. Peter, obviously. It's like a three ninjas situation. Yeah, Peter, obviously the pragmatist, uh, trying to keep everybody on track, uh, but some kind of simple oversight, i.e., knocking out the power to the alarm Frank, clock. Frank, obviously the cool oh, one. Fucking the, the whole cool one. Movie. Just, just like drowning just, in pussy the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. Just a poon hound. Rob is the goof. Right? Yeah. Rob's the goof. Rob's the, the, the adventure. The, 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 the dreamer. He looks like he's like hanging up. Move to Paris? The, That's yeah, fucking. Yeah, I know, right? Well, wild. No. That is a flight of fancy. Yeah. You're not, from Chicago? Yeah. No, the Home Alone prequel series, guys. Let's make it happen. We should. We'll call it Homes Alone. Homed alone. Homed alone. <laughs> Home alone. Boned alone. Home alone. Frank's fuck tales. <laughs> Frank's fuck party. Man, Uncle Frank. He may be my new favorite character. He's rad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a- Frank McAllister. 
Good old Frank McAllister. Get the hell out of here, you nosy little pervert, or I'm going <laughs> to slap you silly. Yeah. What you did say was, he meant slap him with the Johnson. Yeah, no, he was like, well, I'm going to slap you like this cheeks right here. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Leslie's just just a trooper. <laughs> McAllister is my new favorite family, dethroning the Belchers. Oh. And a shame, too, because we just saw that Bob's Burgers movie trailer. Uh, we laughed multiple times during this trailer. This looks funny. This show... I, I haven't been on this show in a while. I dropped off this show about five the, years ago. The kids are 100% the funniest part all the time. Ooh, I don't know, man. Linda Belcher? Well, that's true. That's true. You're right. But, I mean, consistently some of the best lines are from the kids. The entire cast is great. It's true. Uh, and, and they shine. And they got the rid of the bad one. There was a bad one? Uh, yeah. Jake uh, Johnston, whatever, the, the insurrectionist. Oh no! The herky jerky insurrectionist. Oh yeah, he was on that. Oh man! Choo choo the herky jerky insurrectionist. <laughs> I forgot that he sucks now. Yeah, uh-huh. fuck that guy. But hey, man, like we said earlier, get your shit straight. Did they arrest that dumb motherfucker yet? Since he's, he's like famous and was like all over the fucking. So, buddy, get your shit straight, and uh, we'll, we'll accept you back yeah, in a couple years. Yeah, there you go. Learn, grow, get your poop in a group. Go and- do your time out quick. Get yeah. it done. Herky jerk your way through that shit. Be the herky jerky redemptionist. Yeah. I would 100% support the herky jerky redemptionist. Choo choo the herky jerky redemptionist. That would work too. I would. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Bob's Burgers movie does look funny. Uh, looks like it's going to be kind of a everything goes wrong to threaten the restaurant kind of situation. Uh, for sure, we see there is a bank situation where they need a payment on the loan, I guess. Uh, immediately, like within seven days. Seven days. Uh, we see a, a giant sinkhole open up in front of the burger place. I mean, that's that's going to be restaurant. It's going to be a real tough, tough one. Yeah. I, so I got a hunch it's going to be that kind of thing. And, you and think that though is when the city has to get involved. Well, we did see stuff like the power going out to the amusement park. Mm-hmm. Um, right, but I mean, like if you're if you're and if your restaurant's seven days from getting like foreclosed on or whatever, and then a giant sinkhole like opens up in front of your restaurant, I, you'd think that would be like, well, maybe we'll give you two more weeks. I see where you're going with this. While the city fucking cleans things up. I don't agree. I think once you hit that seven-day mark, the bank and the city I have mean, no movie compassion. movie logic tells us that that would then become Bob and Linda's cost as well. Oh, now you got to deal with this sinkhole, too. Yeah. City's not doing that. That's, That's your sinkhole. No, I it's feel like, your property. No, the, the street is not your property. Well, logically, yeah, but I'm saying in movie logic, it often happens where that dumb shit happens, where in reality, it would definitely be a city issue where you would have no cost and no uh, responsibility, right? But the timeline of repair, you would have no control. Correct. The nice thing about it being your financial responsibility is you can hire the guy today to fix it. You could. If you had the money. You could, but if you don't, then a lot of fun stuff. If you don't, then you're the Belchers. Then you have, yeah, the catalyst for a movie. (laughs) Um, and I love it because the idea of the restaurant being just days from being seized by the bank and the Belchers being in a no-win situation with money is a recurring theme on the show. So it really plays to the strength of the show. Um, it well, feels- more Bob, is burgers just, they don't sell enough. What, they don't sound bad. They seem like they're good. But they just don't sell enough. Yeah. It's, you know? It's an interesting just situation. just pumping out enough bergs. It's an interesting situation for the writers to have a, a restaurant that's not really doing well, <laughs> but still kind of make it so that it's not because the... Um, because he's bad at his the job. The product is bad, yeah. 
He's good at making the burgers. He's not good at selling them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, despite the neat themes. Correct. But Great. there's no marketing. He's, you know, he's he's got his marketing is putting his kid in a fucking hamburger costume or a Yeti costume. Yeah, you know, or what have you. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm down for it though. Oh, this looks fun. Uh, be great to see them all again, uh, and, and I like that they did this soon. Yeah, and, and within the first ten years of the movie of the show being out, because the show's what like seven eight years now. Something, but you and I were you you had mentioned how you had jumped off. I kind of did too, but now it's great because we can just go and binge a whole bunch of it. Oh yeah, that we haven't and we haven't seen them. exactly. Yeah, everything from like season four on, it's all brand new to me. Same. Yeah. Same. Which so is, that's gonna be cool. And I've enjoyed that, man. Occasionally dipping back into something like Simpsons or South Park, I getting a taste of it without feeling like I have to get super invested again. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Right, right. Uh, that's what I'm hoping to do with the Aqua Teen Badonkadonk or whatever. It's <laughs> <out>. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, that one, uh, same kind of thing. Just to get another taste of Frylock would be fun. Oh, man. They had to know that was coming. Yeah, they, they had to. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So I'm down for Bob. Aquadonk, isn't that it? Aquadonk. Yeah, Aquadonk something something. Why make it so hard to say? Um, <laughs> that was mean. I, I think that's part of the fun for them. Probably. Uh, man, oh, Jim. Oh, man. Oh, here we go. Jim Henson was cool, huh? Jim Henson sure was. This is going to be top to bottom tears. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's always, whenever it's um, someone passionate about a creative inspiration or aspiration that impacts children. Mm-hmm. You always have unique people um, and, and, and stories that, that are heartfelt. Yeah. And I'm excited for this. A uh, new uh, documentary on Jim Henson uh, coming from Ron Howard and Brian Grazer uh, includes full participation of Henson's family. Something, that's big. That's the key. Yep. That's the difference from these being abstract and these being detailed uh, in, in, in introspections. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad for it. Yeah. I, uh, we've talked many, many times on the show about my affinity for the Muppets. Yeah. And, and Fraggle Rock and, and a lot of Jim Henson mm-hmm. projects. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one I know is going to be a tough watch, but we'll probably watch it many times. Uh, the great thing about puppetry is not, um, just in the the unique storytelling uh, means that you can have like this all animal or all just creative creature cast. I was gonna say some of them were aliens and shit. Aliens, weirdos. Um, you know, which I got got to give a shout out to old Gonzo for making it as a as a young weirdo myself. It was nice to grow up feeling accepted. Yeah, right. You know, uh, didn't have my my cadre of chickens, but whatever. Sure. Um, but not just the storytelling uh, avenues and uh, options there. The artistry of puppetry is impressive. Yeah. The way these characters are brought to life, the way subtle movement translates to such expressive features yeah. through puppetry, I love it. It is. It's awesome. It's, uh, it's, and it's something you don't think about when watching it, you know, when you're seeing it in the moment. You could pull yourself out and, and just stop and appreciate on that level, which I have done watching these shows. I'm saying like as a child. As a know, child, like, no. And and, what, what, and again, you can still get caught up in that magic. Right. I'm saying like, you know, you're you're watching it as a kid and you're just enjoying it cuz it's it's cool creatures and it's fun story and you know and it's funny and it's goofy and it's this and that. And then as an adult, you you start to appreciate 
how much goes into that. Yeah. And just how, like you said, how how incredible it really is. And and sometimes it still can just catch you yeah. where you're like you're you you are watching it as if you are watching a real person. Yeah. Um and I, I mean guys you are you're run, Kermit, that. run. Right. They're gonna get your frog legs. Follow that bird, if you will. I did follow that bird. I saw that in the theater. We all did. We were like seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got uh there was like a mall <sighs> you know how they would do like, like big a tour things. a mall tour yeah yep. and they had big bird and uh and um lewis was his name no what was his name was mm-hmm. it lewis you're talking about the bald guy yes he used to live on sesame street yes i maybe might be lewis yeah well apologies to said actor yeah unfortunately and- if his name's not jimmy connors i'm not googling him <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I believe I got his autograph. Oh, as well as Big Bird's uh, autograph. Yeah, um, which uh, was pretty cool to have uh, the autograph of uh, a giant bird. Yeah, the, the only giant bird uh, besides Larry Bird uh, selling autographs or giving out autographs. And let's be honest, Larry's selling them. He ain't gonna just give them out. He's Larry Bird. Oh, Lawrence Bird. Lawrence Bird. Lawrence of loves bird. the kids. Yeah. Loves the kids. Lawrence birds aren't real. Sweetest jump shot. Yeah. Uh, there was a video the other day of uh, birds don't real is my favorite Cure album. Birds don't real. <laughs> birds don't real. Uh, there was a video uh, that I saw the other day. It was like of a uh, like a practice session with Larry Bird or uh, like a uh, like a demo sort of thing where he was yeah. like showing different techniques or whatever, and he was like attempting to miss a shot and just fucking couldn't do it sank it nothing but net and and it was very funny that's fantastic yeah i want to see uh the birds the band oh i thought you meant the movie no i I, I do want to see the birds the movie uh featuring a performance by the birds the band featuring larry bird and big bird larry bird probably not going to be good at playing an instrument or singing oh do you know what i learned today what, that Larry Bird's a sick-ass bass player? Uh, that H. John Benjamin put out a full-length jazz album with a live backing band. He played piano. Shut up. And he does not know how to play piano. What's that sound like? Awful. Okay, cool. And, and it is fantastic. <laughs> That's very funny. I saw it on TikTok. I know nothing else about it. I may get us some stuff for next week. But yeah, that's very interesting. It's like you hear a great jazz band, horn, rhythm section, etc., and then just him banging on the ivories like a like an idiot. <laughs> like animal. <laughs> like animal. Exactly. But at least they knew which instrument to give animal. True. Give him the drums, man. That's so funny. Well, you know, piano. Yes. Technically a percussion instrument. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not the same. You can't just do a rhythm with a piano. You can. I mean, you could, but like... But the notes still have to be in key. The Yeah, well, and there you have the option of melody with a piano. Right. You don't have an option of melody with a nine-piece kit. The argument could be made against that because you have different, different. notes on the toms. Oh, yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, wow. You just wrote a Tool song. Exactly. <laughs> I am Tool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Parabola. Off of um, um, That was every Tool song. Yeah, 
whatever that fuck their albums in Nocturnus it, or whatever. It was also Axel F. Did you see? I saw on social media a man named Axel Foley was in a discussion with some people. Like a real, his real name was Axel Foley? It was a serious discussion, so it was not the place, but I was dying to just be like, all right, wait, I don't want to stop everything here. (laughs) I mean, is that really your name? I mean, since the mid 80s, if your last name is Foley and you're pregnant, it's got to be pretty fucking hard to not name your kid Axel. I'm 42. That's 20 years of age where someone could be a professional, vibrant member of the community. So, yeah. It is yeah. entirely possible that his parents were just like, man, that is the coolest fucking name. I mean, we're having a boy. If Our we, last we, name is Foley. Come on. Come on. No one, no one will think we have the balls come to do on. it. Come on. Gotta let me do it, honey. You gotta let me do it. So, it'll be so funny, but it's also cool as shit. It's right? cool like, as shit. Axel. When will come that not on, be like, cool? Axel. Axel, right? Like Axel Rose, Axel Foley, the Axel's on your car. <laughs> okay, there's just the first two. That was a nice rule of threes there. I tried. Ah, uh, good stuff. And you're supposed to put the weakest one in the middle, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Jim Henson documentary, we will 100% be there for that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that a lot of times, and I'm going to cry real hard. Yeah. You know what I would cry over? Huh. How poorly the DC universe has gone for Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, latest, if you haven't heard, uh, Warner Brothers reportedly putting pause, interesting word choice, pause, on all projects involving Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, who needs an adult timeout. Oh, yeah, apparently. Needs to regroup. Acting naughty. Growth. A little bit of, a little bit of red, red, uh, introspection. Get your shit together, Ezra. Get your poop in a group. The Flash in the uh, current DCEU on movie screens. Um, you we, saw him. We need to talk about Ezra. In, you saw him in Justice League. And we need to talk about Kevin. You saw him. We need to talk about Kevin. Uh, he is most recently coming out in this new. Fantastic Beasts of Burden, uh, the Rolling Stone movie about oh, Dumbledore. It's not about. Oh, my bad. Fantastic it's Beasts. Not about Dire Straits. The Crimes of Dumbledore. The Adventures of Dumbledore. Is Beasts of Burden? Uh, no, the. I'll never meet. Beasts of Burden. That's a stone. It's not Dire Straits. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're not the same band. Fantastic Money for Nothing and Your Tricks for Free, <laughs> starring Ezra Miller. <laughs> Oh, Money for Nothing by the Rolling Stones. Money for Money for Main Street. You know, uh, you know, Painted Black by the Dire Straits. Exile for Nothing. I'm gonna forever now but, confuse those two. Yeah. on purpose. Here's the thing: Mark Knopfler is a fantastic guitarist. Knopfler. Knopf. Knopfler. For Flimstrom Flam. Knopfler. Mark Knopfler is a fantastic guitarist. You're right. You are 100 percent right. Ezra Miller's not a good guitar player. Apparently, broke into some people's house and was harassing them. Jesus. Choked a fan at a convention one time. It's caught on camera. Um, And just a little, being a little shit. Uh, Had some incidents with the Hawaii police. If you're in Hawaii... Is is there... I mean, is there drug and alcohol use involved here? Yes. Oh, okay. Of course. I don't know. Sometimes you just, you know... No, I have no idea. Sober people that are just violent shitheads. That's true. No, I, it, it, it sounds like he is just a dumb young person involved in things he shouldn't be. Obviously, criminality, if nothing else. And, well, and he's been doing it since he was pretty young, too. So, you know, you got another... He's still like, young. That's he what can't. I mean. You got another, like, child actor syndrome thing going on. Oh, know? yeah. Like, 
doesn't really know how to um, handle his feelings and emotions. He's, and never, he's never known anything but being in the industry. Hasn't grown up would have a real life. I mean, what's that got to be like? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's insane. We've talked about how that's not something I would wish on anyone. It's not healthy, that's for sure. Yeah, but you can't have 40-year-olds playing children in movies, so you got to figure it out. <laughs> they did it in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, how are we going to get these teenagers? Just cast this fucking 30-year-old and be like, it's a teenager. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I mean, they did that. They did that later, too. They still do that, kind of. I don't know. Sometimes. But Ezra, but yeah, Miller, Ezra course, needs to uh, stop. Well, now, but the interesting thing is, is he, they have getting ready to release a new Flash movie. This Flash movie has got Michael Keaton in it as our 1989 Batman. It's got Ben Affleck as our 2020 Batman. Oh, yeah, we're doing the Batverse now. No, the, well, it's a multiverse. Yeah, the, bat, um, the the Spider-Verse, you got the Bat-Verse. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but, so, here's the deal. Guys, just change the casting. Just at the very end, have him show back up in the normal timeline, but now he's like fucking TV's Grant Gustin, the Flash on TV. Oh, I was like, that's a person? Yeah. Yeah, have him play that. Yeah. I thought you pulled that name out of your ass, I'm not going to lie. No. I have not heard that actor's name. Oh yeah, I hadn't heard it. How did that flash? And I thought, up? and I was very impressed. I was very impressed. Who's with the guy? How quickly you pulled that out? <laughs> I was like, I could not make up a name that, that quick. Fast. Yeah, P tier. I mean Griffin. But see, because uh, it turns out you didn't. No. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> I can't either. Um, or well, who's the guy that played the Flash in the nineties? Um, oh, I don't have a clue. Yeah, the guy from uh, Stargate. Wait, was that the TV show? Yeah. Man, I forgot that happened. That was the thing. Yeah, it did like two seasons. It wasn't very long. Yeah. What was it like? It was it was Was it USA or something? Probably, yeah. Man, that's wild. Villain- remember, remember USA? How yeah. much stuff we used to watch on there? I remember they used to have these crazy commercials that like all your favorite cartoon characters were like on a train and it would drive off in the sunset and it would just say USA. Huh. Yeah. I do remember like watching like that was one of my like uh Late night sort of um, rebellion watches, you know. Like, oh, like the things that w- that that I was su- that was supposed to be too too subversive or too too adult for me. They you had know? some kind of racy like, stuff like on that, it, like, like Duckman and like yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, and then like oh, what was the show with the the uh, the guy on the motorcycle who would solve crimes? Uh, uh, Renegade bike crime. <laughs> bike crime <laughs> exactly bike, bike crime that sounds like uh, bike cop bike cop um yeah oh it's the bike beat that's, Rene- that's Rene- what it was renegade with lorenzo Lamas. did not watch that one yeah he would what he would do is uh, but, something but bad that was wasn't happening like... in town and then renegade and his his buddies would show up and they would you know put a a, a lick into the bad guys yeah but that wasn't i'm talking there was like a late night like raunchy comedy line sort of thing yes no yeah. yeah yeah that that's that's more of what i was talking about oh, okay yeah well and then didn't usa was that um because they did they had that's where they had the series the weird science series yep yeah they had uh didn't they that have starred uh vanessa angel i believe was okay. her name okay. from uh kingpin yeah vanessa angel sure remember kingpin i do yeah it was a good movie starring woody woodith harrelson Woody harrelson woodith harrelson um yeah, uh, Woodith <laughs> son of Harold. Woodward Harrelson. Woodith son of Harold. Is Woody short, short for like Woodward? It's Woodith. 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 Yeah, uh, his parents wanted a girl. Woodbirth. 
yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Wood, gra- wood grain. This is so dumb. <laughs> wood grain Haroldson. Um, Ezra Miller, uh, stop it. Yeah, knock it off. Hold out your hand. Be nice. Slap. Be nice. Go to your room. Think about what you've done. Yeah. What? Here's the deal. We are recording this on a Sunday, uh, and we should be at the movie theater. Okay. Because Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is out. It's there? It's there. It exists. We've got to see it. James. Got got to see it. James Mercurial Marsden is on the big screen right now. Uh, I am mildly sure that is his middle name, Mercurial. Uh, I did see an interview that uh, a guy that I worked with at the Looney Bin in the past, Chris Killian, uh, now I'm working for comicbook.com, was interviewing uh, Marsden and Ben Schwartz, and he got confirmation that there was a little bit of a nod to John Ralphio in one of Sonic's lines. Okay. Um, And I don't remember which line it is. Uh, Oh, I think it was like the, the you're the word. Like there's something along those lines in the movie. Nice. So I'm very excited to see that. I really need this movie to just be a little over the top. I'm I I think it's gonna be. I mean, I hope it is. One was one did not play it too safe, but it definitely played it a little safe. But there was so much room for this to get wackier. For sure. And that's what especially with Jim Carrey really embracing the silliness. Of his past acting. It was just a fun, good time. Just a fun, good time. Just a fun, good time. Yeah. You didn't have to care about if it was a good movie. Well, and very, you know? sim- like, like the whole Tom and his girlfriend subplot was very dumb, but mm-hmm. I didn't care because it was fun. The rest was fun. The, the dumb Olive Garden references for whatever sponsorship money is involved there were dumb, but it was fun. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And that's, I'm perfectly fine with that being our Sonic franchise on the big screen. For sure. This was a great way to do it. Yep. Uh, Jim Carrey, though, saying he wishes he could portray the fat Eggman. Uh, Eggman, of course, is more egg-shaped in the games. Uh-huh. He's quite rotund, uh, and it is very cartoony, uh, which is why I'm using words like that. Uh, and Jim Carrey, of course, is saying that he would like to play that kind of character, but he was also laughing at how they had a very slender, form-fitting costume which showed off what he called his, uh, do you say gross body? Um, imp- he says how imperfect my actual body is. Oh, so, which uh, I think that's just Jim having a laugh. But I, I hope so. He seems like a very fit guy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would like to see him in maybe kind of a comical fat suit, like uh, where's your, your Andy, your uh, sumo Andy or something. Oh, uh, sumo Andy's yeah. up there. I had to make room, Hilton. Did you see? Look, I got new additions. I noticed him. We Pum- got Pumpkinhead uh, Dwight. Pumpkinhead Dwight. We've got um, where'd she go? Angela from Fun Run. Oh wow, cool. Uh, and I got. Uh, all right. Sorry about that. I got kamikaze. That was weird. I had the playbacks up still. So yeah, yeah I uh, I have bubble wrap uh, bubble wrap foot Michael with the crutches, and that's yeah. who he jumped off the shelf and uh, and stopped the recording dead in its tracks and said, "Don't you keep my fucking name out of your mouth." There was a a, a brief start of a topic that now the, the listeners won't ever get to know what it was. We won't ever tell them because we're never going to talk about it again because we agreed. That his name shan't be mentioned. That name will not appear on the podcast ever again <laughs> until we forget this rule. Um, um, but anyways, found uh, a great list. Fat Eggman would be fun to see, and I can't wait to watch Sonic Two. Yeah, it's same. Uh, super excited. Anyways, uh, uh, found a great list. A good. This is not a Rolling Stone list. So it's from XFire.com, which it, I have no opinion of. It has the potential 
of being a better list. It will definitely be a list. It is a list. For sure. We think. The 30 greatest SNES games for, here's for the book. layman. How do you? The Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Super Nintendo or uh, Super NES. What do you say? What is your most common way to refer to that system? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo? I say the the Super NES. Super NES. Which I have found is not a popular choice. People hate it, huh? They they You also say Mario, but we don't even talk about that. His name is Mario. Um <laughs> the apparently it is it is you say it S N E S or N E S. Somewhere along the lines, I grew up adopting it as NES. Or I suppose SNES, but I don't actually say that really. I say Super NES. That's like Snick. Snick, yeah, I, I didn't say that either. Um, you didn't. You were like S Nick, Super Nick, Super Nick. Yeah, that was no, it. it stood for Saturday Night Nick. Then I, I was way remember? off. Remember, because they off. were like, "This is for the older kids." Yeah, this is where the spooky shows are. Yeah, I was cool as a teen, uh, as you can imagine from how cool I am at forty. Oh, um, so you were like, "I don't need Snick. I don't need Snick. I am. I'm already, out getting. I'm already Snatch. <laughs> I was not cool enough to do or say that. <laughs> All right, let's get into this list. Jesus Christ. Super Bomberman at 30. We cannot stay on topic today. Super Bomberman never played it. Oh, they're so good. I should bring over Super Bomberman 2 on my mini NT one. I definitely remember the game. I like remember seeing the boxes. Great. I remember friends having it. Great one-on-one versus game. But none Here's the thing though. None of my friends who had this game were ever playing it. It was always just there. Yeah. And it was never the game that was chosen to play. I don't think I've ever seen anybody play it. Well, I've never played through the one-player game in a Bomberman. I always play the versus game and play like a best three out of five against the computer. Oh, uh, okay. Because it's just, it's 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 a battle royale kind of thing where you're you're fighting against each other to, to kill each other with bombs. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's very high energy and fast. There's cool power-ups, uh, fun, sporty music. It's good stuff. Rock and roll racing. Rock and roll racing, uh, number 29. Rock, 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 rock and roll race. Do you remember that at all? No, I don't. Not worth talking about. Kirby Superstar. That had like six games on it. Kirby at the height of his career. Uh, height of his career. At the height of his <laughs> popularity. Um, even got included on the Super NES Classics. So no surprises there. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I do remember this. This was. I feel like this is a game everybody rented. This game, uh, yeah, I do remember renting it. Very hard, but fun, uh, colorful, kind of like over-the-top uh, zombie theme. Had a lot of little, like these sort of maze-like things like uh, the Adams Family game had. The oh, Fe- yeah. Fester's Quest. Yeah. Harvest Moon. Don't remember this. Really one of the first games to do that kind of farming simulator kind okay. of thing. Um, that has been... Hey, you are the owner of the ranch. I'm Ann. Nice to meet you. God, Super NES games were fun. Oh, wait, not hey, heh. Heh, you're the owner of the ranch. Well, pfft, heh, you're, you're kind of shithead, Ann. Ogre Battle at number 25. Don't remember. Tetris Attack at 24. This is a great game. This is uh, matching colors, three out of five. Well, and you've or, also or got three some, colors. Uh, some some Mario crossover here. Well, it's, it, it's as Yoshi, or excuse me, Tetris Attack, it has a Yoshi theme. Uh, Yoshi is featured prominently in the um, game, as are a lot of characters in the Marvel and Yoshi universe. Marvel? I'm sorry, Marvel. Mario. Mario and Yoshi universe. 
Uh, no, because I was thinking actively how, like, even on the screenshot here, where the we Mario see like, a, a, shy, a shy guy and the little birdie guy, two out of three of those are really more Mario characters than they are Yoshi characters. Yeah. So, um, but I think the kind of Yoshi theme kind of bled into being like an all Mario-esque theme, but I don't think you really see Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Peach, any of his core cast in the game. Gotcha. NBA Jam at 23. 23? Well, here's the deal. Let's just get this out of the way. Games we're going to see in the top five include F-Zero, Super Mario World, Super Castlevania Four, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Final Fantasy III. But, like, not even top 20 for NBA Jam? Damn. I know, right? That's rough. Because this is about to be a greatest fucking hits list. NBA NBA Jam is so good. Is one of the best. That's a sports game anybody can play. It's easy to You do not have to give a shit about basketball. No. All you got to do is get your guy across the court and get the ball in the hole. It's two-man slam jam. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is dynamite. Yep. It is... Awesome. Number 22, Batman Returns. Oh, shit. When I bought my Super NT Mini, this was one of the first games I bought for it. Yeah. Because this is such a solid beat-em-up game. Yeah, I remember it. Walk through the streets of Gotham, beat the fuck out of punks, repeat. Mm-hmm. Too good. Yep. Oh, yeah, there we go. Remember that very good. Super Punch-Out, great okay. game. Great upgrade of the original Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. All it does is take the original formula and add better graphics and tighter gameplay. And sh- more first por- person. I mean, it's still, you can see Little Mac. I mean, that's it, why I mean it's more, more first person. Yeah. Like than what it was, whereas it was a little bit more overhead. Yeah, it was kind of more, the camera was back and back into the left. And up. Back and up. Yeah. Uh, this one is a little more closer in, and they've really adopted that kind of clear little Mac that back, we saw back in the arcade. Back, back into the left. Back, back into the left. Back, back into the left, Kennedy's head. Back, back into okay. the left. All right. Um, Super Mario Kart at 20. I would have not been surprised to see that in the top 10. Me neither. It is a game that is not as good as the subsequent Mario Kart games, but it is the best Mario Kart game on the Super Nintendo. It's the only one. I was, is this the? What's the original Mario Kart? This one, Super Mario. That's Kart. what I thought. Yeah, this, this, is, yeah this is the OG Mario. Kart. Oh yeah, this is the one. This the, is the one that kicked it yeah. all off. Ninja Turtles Four: Turtles in Time, uh, another great beat 'em up game. Ooh yeah, this one was fun. Also surprised it's so low. For sure, could have been a top five game. Yeah. Um, Ooh, this one makes me really anxious for that uh, that Turtles uh, uh, the package. New one. Yeah, 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 the that, package. Uh, yeah. And then there's a new beat-em-up coming out, too. The Shredder's Revenge or whatever. Nice. Super Castlevania 4 at 18. That is surprising. That it should be higher? Oh, yeah. That's a top five game on the Super Nintendo, in my opinion. Yeah, this one was good. Great gameplay, great I, visuals, this perfect This is music. probably the Castlevania I played the most. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's a good one. I've been playing it a lot lately, actually. Right on. It's, uh, it's um, just too damn good. Mortal Kombat 2. Probably the best of the original Mortal Kombat's. Uh, best quality of life improvements over the first one, and hadn't got it so bloated in its roster like the third one. Agree. Shadow Run on sixteen. Uh, uh, another game. See now, NBA Jam should be in front of this. What is this shit? Shadow Run has been known for years to be a compelling. <laughs> Fans of Shadow Run are mad at me right now. Both of them to listen to our show. The Venn diagram of people that play Shadowrun and people that listen to opinions like A-Holes, I'd like to see that. With how much video game talk you shoehorn into the show, there's probably a few of them. Video game opinions like A-Holes. <laughs> Great futuristic kind of um, futuristic um, cyberpunk 
storyline. Uh, it's been praised for years. I'm not surprised to see it on here. I am surprised. Whoa! Yeah, I know. you were wrong. F zero at fifteen. Wow. This is okay. So now I have new thoughts on this list. This list is going to have a couple of real surprises in the top ten. I mean, and I'm curious so to see far, what they I'm, are. I'm, yeah, F zero at. 15. But we still haven't seen Street Fighter. We still haven't seen Chrono Trigger. We still haven't seen. Um, okay, let's see. Mega let's Man go. X. Okay. F zero at fifteen. Surprised. Act Razor at fourteen. How? What? I've never even heard of this stupid game. This game was an original release. Uh, that has been praised the action and the it, it is half an, a side view action game and half a world building simulator and that was a big idea for people back in the day all right the action parts are very action packed and have great music so the soundtrack so for collectors and retro fans it has gotten quite a bit of popularity over the years not surprised of, to see it here. A lot of these games had some great fucking music. Oh, yeah. Super NES uh, had a really unique sound chip mm -hmm. that took... It, it actually didn't make its own sounds. It played samples. So because of that, if you had an orchestral sample, boom, you've got orchestral music. In and then game. we got Mario Paint. That, too. That was fun. That was good. SimCity at 13. You know, it was impressive to see SimCity on the Super NES, but I got to say, this was never one of the best games on the Super NES. My... Um, my best friend growing up, Joe, he uh, loved playing this game. And I remember always watching him play this game and like, just being so bored yeah. and being like, you fucking nerd. Why do you want to sit here and build a city, man? Did you ever play some city? No. Any of them? No? I couldn't. I couldn't get into it? It was so boring to me. Really? So boring. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, I, f I found it so fucked. Did you like, ever have a chance to play it on playing, PC? Playing SimCity for yeah. me was like in, was like the idea of, like, instead of playing a game, why don't you pretend to have a grown-up job <laughs> of a city planner? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not fucking fun to me. But did you ever play it on anything besides Super Nintendo? Nope. Because I will say, like, a mouse and keyboard change everything in SimCity. <sighs> don't. I don't know that it would. I kind of want to buy you SimCity 3000 just so that Here's you, the thing. you try it. I don't like having to build my world that I'm playing. I do not make decisions on what I want you to have based on whether or not no. you like it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, if if my if the game requires me building the world before I can play in it, I will not play that game. No, but building building the world is playing it. and And that's why I don't like the game. Exactly. I, I don't know. I don't get that. Well, that's fine. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not for some people. I'm saying why I don't like it. For me, that is not fun. I am telling you that you like it. <laughs> I'm telling you, you love it. <laughs> you just refuse to accept it. All right, fine. Star Fox at that 12. That was a big one. Big one. And I have been beating the drum for a minute that this game is so much better it than some of the... I love that shit so much. The uh, the way they talk. It was so silly. Uh, this game is better than it, it, a lot of people think. Uh, a lot of people have uh, railed against this game in recent years because of its Why? old school, low polygon graphics. Um, it's low frame rate, which makes control feel sluggish. Okay, but... But I have been playing it on the Super NES Classic quite a bit. It is fantastic. It is an excellent shooter. It was one of the first times we were you were able to do a game like this, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was one of the first Polygon games, period. And and one of the very first to be on a console. Right. Donkey Kong Country at 11. Dang. The gauntlet is thrown. 
Not even top 10 for DKC? I have a small hunch. I don't know if it'll prove true. That number two may be higher on the list. Ooh. Donkey Kong Country 2 has kind of grown in popularity as the better of the of the ones. Was that the one with the l- little one? Uh, Diddy's Conquest. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, no, because, yeah, Diddy, yeah, no, this is the one I played. The original one had Donkey and Diddy. Uh, yeah, the second yeah. one had Diddy and Dixie. Gotcha. Okay. The third one had Dixie and Dinky? I don't remember. <laughs> Super Mario RPG at 10. Here we go. RPGs are going to throw this list off. I hate RPGs. Exactly. But because of the storytelling, the atmosphere, the music. People love it. I know they're so popular. I know. I just, they're not fun for me. I can sometimes watch it more than I can play it. But playing it, I get get frustrated and bored. My biggest issue with them is the amount that, uh, especially in older ones, that grinding had to become a thing where you have to go out of your way to level up your characters before taking on the next chapter or whatever. It, it takes a level of patience I don't possess. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Is it, and that's why I don't like SimCity. I don't have the patience yeah. to build the thing. I want it to already be there, and then I can just play around. Okay, here's the deal. We just had this conversation, and regarding SimCity, yes, you do. Sorry, that's why I like it. You do. Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> Mega Man X at number nine. Here we go. So already two of the... Th- Two of the ones that you thought were going to be in the top oh, five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or three. Uh, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong Country, and this one. Dude. Mario World. Uh, I still think Mario World will be top five. Oh, it, it better fucking be. Link it better be past, number one. should be top five. It won't be number one, though. No, neither one. Number one's going to end up being like Clay Fighters, and he's going to have some <sighs> bullshit reason why. No, I don't know. Honestly, this list has kind of kept me on my toes. I, I have enjoyed it. Let's see. Number eight is Secret of Mana. Uh, really great game. Action RPG. Uh, uh, one of my favorite games on the system. So, not surprised at all. Plays a lot like Zelda. Seven Super Metroid. Yeah, of course. A uh, little expected higher, to be honest. Uh, number six, Super Street Fighter II, the new Challengers. Not the best Street Fighter game. They should have no. gone with Street Fighter II Turbo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five, Earthbound, another RPG that's gained a lot of love in recent years. Um, a very expensive game, too, despite the fact that there was a time when copies were selling off the shelf at... Uh, Toys R Us for $5. Number four, Final Fantasy VI. That's Final Fantasy III, technically. Um, uh, yeah. Told you. Yep, all RPGs. Okay, three, two, and one are left. That was four? Yeah. So we definitely got Zelda, Mario, and who else? Wow, I can't even think of another. You're, you're much more likely to have a guess. Fester's Quest. <laughs> Original Nintendo. So unfortunately, no. It could, be, could be Pugsley Scavenger Hunt, but I don't think it's going to be. <laughs> no. Um, uh, let's do a... Man, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any other Nintendo properties that we're missing at this point. Kirby? We had Superstar, and I, I don't think they're doing more than one game from a series. Let's see. All right, number three, Super Mario World. Fuck you, list. Okay, Zelda could be number one. Chrono Trigger. Okay. Chrono Trigger and Zelda. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. It better be fucking Chrono Trigger. And number one, Chrono Trigger. Told you. I don't even know this game and it's number one. Yeah. It's an RPG, uh, pretty much. It's got actually elements. Uh, Number one, really? Uh, 
by Square, the Final Fantasy people. It's the same level of story. Um, character art by Akira Toriyama, the designer of Dragon Ball. <laughs> so that same very, uh, very iconic uh, art style. No, thank you. Uh, it's good. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've played about is halfway it, through. But is it number one good? It is. It is a top five Super Nintendo game without question. Number one good. I do not agree. Thank you. That's I would, what I wanted to hear. But I would my list. I could have put Secret of Mana at number one. That's. I don't care. You know. Also, never heard of that game. That's, yeah, I know. <laughs> I would be mad if that was number one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mario World, Zelda, Mana, Chrono Trigger, F Zero, um, Star Fox. I would. I could count all of those as the number one Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not right. a bad list. Picks, Picks and plugs. What do you got? Super Nintendo games. Play them. They're yeah. fantastic. Get, your, get yourself a Super NES Mini. Get yourself a, a Mini uh, Super NT from Analog. Uh, load up an SD card with some ROMs on your Wii. But play some Super Nintendo R- games. ROM your Wii. ROM your Wii. Romulus Wii. Hack your ROM. ROM your hack. <laughs> Super NES your ROMs. Anything else? I don't know. A Starlight Show's coming up. Come to yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Next week, Friday. Friday, April 15th. At the beautiful Starlight. Do your taxes and then come see the show. Do your taxes. I don't care if you do your taxes. Is come April 15th still tax day? No idea. Haven't filed on time in years. Oh, shit. Don't say that out loud. Why not? They'll get you. The government's not listening to this show. They absolutely are. They love this show. Okay. They're not listening because they're trying to, like, get us on something. They're are just they? fans. Are they listening, you think? <laughs> Cancel student debt, you assholes. Yeah, you said you were going to do that day in the first week. Don't give a fuck if you said it. Do oh, it. Brandon. Don't give a fuck what you say. Just do things, dickwads. Anyways. Uh, what about you? Okay, couple picks. New Pup album. Oh, yeah, it's good. The Unraveling of Pup the Band. Uh, pretty fantastic. Um, and then uh, HBO, Tony Hawk documentary. Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. Uh, pretty fantastic. If you were ever a fan of skateboarding, um, in the 80s or 90s, um, which I definitely was a huge fan of skateboarding. Any talk at all about the mistaken identity shit he deals with? What do you mean? How, like, people are like, you look just like Tony Oh, Hawk. no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This is much more like... This is the old school, how he came to Well, and this is like a... Yeah, it's like a deeper look into his life as well. You know, uh, it's really good. It's really well made, and uh, it's just fun to watch. And, uh... You know the he's he's as big as he is in skateboarding for a reason. You know, I think the uh, the I think the the only person in skateboarding who probably d- deserves to be more famous um, is Rodney Mullen, and that's because of the amount of the t- tricks that he invented. You mm. know, uh, Rodney Mullen and, and Tony Hawk invented a good chunk of the the tricks that people do today. Um. Because there was kind of a uh, there was kind of a point where like some of the skateboarding was like these are the tricks we've invented these are the tricks we do and yeah. this is skateboarding and then people came along and were like well we can make new ones and then those people initially pushed back like what is this circus bullshit that you're doing you know yeah. like there was talk in the documentary about the first time that he uh, you know people used to just sort of use their momentum and come out of a pool and come back and that was the, when they first did you know, aerials out of the, out of the pools. Um, and, and Tony Hawk wasn't really strong enough. So he learned how to Ollie 
to get himself extra air. He would ollie right as he was coming at the top of the pool. And then uh, there were pe- there were guys that were like, oh, that's that's cheating. And they're like, what do you mean it's cheating? It's a new technique. Like, yeah. how can that be cheating? Um, and so, yeah, that, that type of thing. Um, but it's just really cool, fun to watch, um, fun music, a little bit of a tearjerker at parts. And we're getting to that point now where it's like, I mean, like you and I grew up in kind of maybe not with the because skateboarding was invented in the 60s and 70s, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it gained its first level of popularity was in the 70s like but, when it first got big. But during the 80s, you really saw like a mass embrace of it where even the suburban kids were all kind of getting into it. I got a skateboard for Christmas one year. Never for learned sure. to ride the damn thing, but it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, there, that's when we first had movies. It's when we first had video games. Skate or die. Oh yeah, gleaming, played the shit out of Skater Die. Gleaming, gleaming the, the cube. cube, yeah, which starred Tony, had Tony Hawk in it. Yeah, um, Andy McDonald and uh, Rodney Mullen did some of the uh, background skating in that. Oh, that's movie. cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, and <clears throat> with that widespread adoption, you're going to see things like the birth of superstars uh, <clears throat> and the. When, when a new group adopts your thing, they tend to change it. They tend to add their own spin on it. And, and because of that, things grow and evolve. And you can either rail against it or you can see where it goes. And yep. nine out of ten times, you see where it goes. You pretty, I'll tell you what, man. If, you, if, if somebody that's never seen, like, good skateboarding, if, there's, you know, there's basically, like, you, have, you got your street and flatland skateboarding, and then you have, like, your vert skateboarding right yeah like you show people tony hawk for vert skating and then you show rodney mullen for street skating and yeah. flatland if you ever want to see amazing like flatland skating look up old rodney mullen videos okay they're unfucking believable huh. unbelievable most of the flip tricks and, and stuff like that uh I'll, I'll, a good chunk of them were invented by rodney mullen yeah yeah that dude's sick all right <laughs> Anyways, I think we did good today. Uh, you know what? A little uh, mad at the list, but and we it was a little tough to stay on topic. I, you know, I think the way I'm going to look at it, we found even more topics. But that's how we do here. That's what happens. That's how the a-hole opinions happen. Mm-hmm. We'll do it again next week. Damn straight. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>